Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, everybody. This is Jennifer Lee Lynn. Jennifer O'Neill, and I am back finally after a short leave um, uh, for nothing in particular other than I have been, did a lot of writing last year and, you know, got to the end of the year, needed a little break, and then, of course, the holidays came around, my daughter got married, and all kinds of cool things happened. So uh, I kind of got out of the routine of doing what I was doing. I'm trying to get back into it, so... Super excited to be back and talk with all you guys and and teach you some more things. Um, Today's show is going to be on manifesting your desires. And I was inspired to do this blog talk show today because I'm actually finishing a new book. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. A lot of people have emailed um, me asking about it and when it's going to be out and whatnot. And it's called Universal Laws 18 18 Powerful Laws and the Secret Behind Manifesting Your Desires. The reason I wanted to do this is because I, like others, um, have, you know, this is a journey that I've been on, and I found myself on this really great road to success. And when I discover something that is working so powerfully in my life, I really, really want to share it with others because I want to see, I want to help you guys. I want to see what you guys can also do um, and, and teach you what I know. And so as this journey began, and plus a lot of you know if you're clients of mine or if I've worked with you one-on-one in consulting, I don't just like to teach regular, I don't like to just do psychic readings. Um, I don't think that that's very helpful it, because you have so much control over your your life. So I like to integrate psychic readings with helping you understand what it is that you're doing in your life to cause your life to go a certain way, whether it be good or bad, and how you can change that. So that being said, one of the most powerful tools that you have is, is working with manifestation. And so I began writing a book on that, and it will be coming, be coming out pretty soon. It will be coming out hopefully at the end of May. And so I teach a lot about manifesting your desires, and, and I've had really great success at it, and I want you to, too, which I already said. But I noticed that there's really a, a theme when it comes to manifesting your desires of common blocks that really keep people from moving forward and be able to create the life that they want to create. And it happens often enough that I feel like it's something that we I really need to address with you guys these will also be in the up-and-coming book that I have. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but I want to go over them here because it's just there's something different about hearing it in audio, and I want to explain it in a little bit more depth. So most people have heard about a lot, the law of attraction or manifesting their desires, and they try it, and they do all the visualizing, and they, you know, they pick something that they're focusing upon, and um, they try it a few times, and some of it might kind of work, and sometimes they get no results, and they get really frustrated, and they just say, you know what, 
this isn't working. Um, this is all a bunch of BS. This is, you know, who believes in this anyways? And, and they get really frustrated. And not to mention, uh, it's really disappointing when you get excited about something and you're like, oh, cool, I have more power over my life. I can, you know, I feel like I can be in more control. This sounds like something kind of magical. You get really excited and then you, you, you're let down, you're disappointed. It's not the best feeling. That also will discourage people from moving on and learning more about the, you know, the spiritual realm, the gifts and whatnot that you have, and and that's not awesome. So we're going to discuss the six common blocks that will keep you from manifesting your desires. One of the first things that I notice, like I said, everybody, most of you, or, or this show is for most of you who already know somewhat about the law of attraction and the visualizing and all that kind of stuff. But one of the first blocks that people have, which is really huge is and really, really common, is they don't have enough information. Um, when people talk about the law of attraction and when they're giving you information on manifesting your desires, what I find really interesting about even some of the people who teach about manifesting your desires is they don't understand that unless you give people the foundation, which is the understanding of the universal laws and how those work, it makes it really hard to do the next couple steps, which is it makes it hard for your subconscious and your brain to reprogram itself. And this is really, really important when you're starting to learn and work with the laws of manifestation. You... People don't realize this, but you're actually having to reprogram and retrain your subconscious and your brain to think very differently than you have thought for all the years up until this point. That is not an easy task. And so you can't just go, okay, go visualize and that's going to work because it doesn't work that way because your brain and your subconscious is going, well, how is that possible? I've never taught, been taught that. That doesn't work that way. That's not how the world works. And, and your belief system starts to not be on board and, and it just causes a tumbling effect that doesn't work. So in order to do this, you actually have to have a grasp of more of how the universal laws work. There's nothing really out there that's teaching that except for I'm going to be covering that. So hopefully... I mean, not today, but I'm, I'm covering it in my book so that you'll have a better understanding. Why is that important? Um, it's important because if you don't understand why universal laws are important and how things work the way that they work, well, like I said, this, your subconscious is not going to get on board. For instance, let's say you you all know how the traffic you know traffic lights work. If, if there's a red light and a green light, it, it it makes the flow of traffic go, you know, you stop, there, you avoid crashes, there's a certain flow to the traffic. Um, you, you, don't, you understand why it works, so you understand and follow those rules. If you never had an idea or didn't even know why, well, who cares about the red light? Well, who cares about the green light? I feel like going now and I feel like stopping right now and I don't care about the car behind me. You know, if you kind of gave it that kind of an attitude, you what would happen? You'd cause complete and total chaos. Things wouldn't work out the way that you wanted. Um, you you know, possible wrecks would happen and whatnot. So in order to work with the law of attraction or working with manifestation or any of that, you have to have an understanding of why you're doing the simple things that you're doing. Why am, why am I visualizing? Why is this working? 
Because the more that you understand the way that the universal laws work, and that's all 18, not one, and you do not have to memorize all 18, absolutely not, but you have to have a general overall understanding of of the gist of what's happening with the universal laws. Why Why is this working? Why, if I visualize, does it manifest something? Why? Why, if I have this thought, does it potentially manifest into this potential outcome? Why? Because that's what your subconscious wants. Your subconscious needs it. It has to have it to jump on board, and you need your subconscious to jump on board in order to do this. So the block number one is you don't have enough information. You need to understand and have a a very general overall understanding of universal laws, all of them, why they work, why do they? Why are they there? What's the purpose? You have to have that. You cannot brush it off because it's hard to get your mind on board, your subconscious mind on board. So in order to do that, I am actually going to lay those out for you, and those will be coming out. But that's a whole different show, and I don't have time to do go over all the 18 universal laws. Um, and so the next block, block number two, is your belief system. This directly ties into... Block number one, which is, you know, your subconscious cannot get on board. People, there's the manifest, let's see, laws of attraction, manifesting your desires, This, you know, this type of stuff is really not for everybody. I would love to tell everybody it's for you and it's for everybody, but it's not. Um, you have to have a few different factors in order to be able to do this. One is you have to be able to challenge your belief system as you know it today. You have to be willing to let go of, of all the things that you've been taught in the past about the world, how the world operates around you. You have to be okay with, you know, going, well, you know what, I'm open to learning how things operate a different way. Um, and you have to be able to, number two, be able to, you know, want a better life for yourself and not be so concerned about people around you. Um, for instance, when people get into manifestation, law of attraction, any new what people call new age type of thinking and whatnot, they a lot of times like to tell their friends or family or you know they'll ask it'll come up in conversation and they will say you know what are you what are you doing or tell me more about it and whatnot and then they'll just say well that's just ridiculous that's just stupid you know you have to be able to want to be kind of a leader in your own life instead of a follower. You have to be able to, even if they do tell you it's stupid and whatnot, you you really need to be okay with believing differently than those around you. That's it. You have to be okay with that. If you really don't think that you can be okay with believing different than those around you, then you're going to have a hard time. You're really going to have a hard time. I don't want to be like everybody else. Absolutely. I've always loved to be different. That's probably why it was easy for me. I've always wanted, I've never wanted to follow the crowd. I always wanted to make my own way. I always wanted to think differently. I was always, I I hated it when people would like group together and go, oh yeah, this is, you know, jump on board with all these kinds of thoughts. I always wanted to challenge it and question it and, you know, find out like, are you sure? Have you been told the correct information? I was always like that. So for me, it was a very natural fit. And, you know, it's, but if you want a better life and you're, and maybe you haven't been that way your whole life but you're willing to try it, then this is a good thing. But you need to re- really be okay with challenging your belief system. And think of it this way. You, you know, a lot of this stuff, when you break it down to the universal laws and the way the universe operates with energy and all of that, which hopefully you'll get a better understanding of, then 
you'll realize this is actually quantum physics. It's not like metaphysics like people think. It's not some new age guru type of thinking. It's actually been proven on a scientific level the way that energy works, flows, and operates. This is something that it's it's just like, you know, you have atoms and molecules and all these things that you can't see, and yet you know that they're there. You know they vibrate. You know what's makes up your walls and all mass and matter and whatnot. Um, and you don't question that because these are things that were in your scientific science, book, science books in, in school and everything. So understand that it's very similar to that. It's just more of a quantum physics level, so unless that you went into a more advanced um, class or college or, or something of that nature, you wouldn't have been taught these things. But it is along the same lines, and that should help you understand that it it is very believable and very graspable as far as how to explain it and, and proof if, if that's what you need. So we have block number one is not having enough information. Block number two is your belief system. If you cannot learn to um, change your belief system and get on board with a different type of thinking, you know, that's going to be definitely your block number two. Block number three is materializing your desires. This I see all the time. I, I cannot, The ab, I actually think that this is one of the biggest mistakes people make. This is where I, this is one that I think that hangs up so many people that um, th this is really, I want to highlight this block number three, I guess I want to say. People materialize their desires. So when they decide to, when they learn about the um, you know, law of attraction manifestation, some of the things that they do, they sit down, they do the meditation, they do the visualization, what do they wish for? Um, many times they're wishing for cars, houses, boats, money, that kind of stuff. But now, don't get me wrong, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But when you materialize your desires, it's not working with the universal laws and it's not doing what you need it to do. Um, it, what happens is you have to get in touch with your soul's desires, and I'm going to break that down just a minute so you can understand, even if you're wishing for a car or a house, what the difference is between a physical desire and a soul desire. Because... The universal laws don't jump on board with material things. Like they don't jump on board with, um, you know, this new car, this new house. So, for instance, if somebody comes to me and they say, you know, uh, if I ask them, what would you, what would you materialize in your life, or not materialize, what would you manifest into your life, if you, if you could? Well, I, I'd like a mansion or a larger house. Well, that to me. Is, is not your soul desire. Your soul desire, if you're wishing for a larger house, is usually to have more space. It usually, energetically, people feel the space around them. They feel too closed in. They feel like the, that they need a larger space. So a soul's desire would be not to feel so cramped. You would like a larger space. Um, uh, another physical desire might be a sports car or a boat or something like that nature. That usually reflects to people on a soul level is they think, oh, if I had the sports car or if I had the boat, that would, like, I'd have more fun. I'd go out and drive the sports car on the weekend. That would be so fun. You know, I'd go out to the lake and we'd have such a blast because that just sounds like fun. So what, you're, what the soul's desire would not be the actual sports car or the boat. The soul's desire would be to have more fun or excitement in my life. I feel like my life is not having enough fun and excitement. And I'm going to get into, I want to stop for a second and explain. When you go to the soul's desire, I want more excitement and more fun in my life, 
you don't put a very specific label on it as the sports car or the boat or the house. And so the universal laws begin to start, you know, mixing up some things and start drawing more fun and excitement or larger spaces into your into your existence on on a scale that you probably never even thought of. It doesn't mean that you won't get the the car, the boat, or the house. It means that you have to not be resistant to anything else that may flow into your life. It may be something that you can't even imagine. Like most of the time in my experience, when I remove a specific item and I go for the I need more room, I I would like more fun, I would want to mix it up a little bit, you know, and would like some more excitement um, because all I do is spend my time writing, you know, something like that. When the universe responds and brings more excitement or space, I'm always shocked at the level. It's like they one up everything I could have ever thought of. Like, oh, you want more space? Well, how about this? I'm like, wow, that's like way, I wouldn't even have thought of that. Like, that would have been out of my league. You know, so allow the universe to fill that that soul's desire in the way that it wishes to because I've never been disappointed by it giving by it not meeting my expectations it's always far exceeded my expectations and that's one of the things we're going to get into with the fear part people worry that if they let go of what it is that their own vision is the specific house or the specific sports car that if they allow that to be up to the universe the universe is going to they're going to be disappointed it's not going to be fulfilled to the level of their expectation. And that is so not true. They exceed every time if you can just let go. So another thing would be, uh, another physical desire would be um, more money, money or winning the lottery or something like that. Whenever people wish for money or cash or winning the lottery, what they're always, what their sole desire almost always is is more their soul craves more time and more freedom to do the things that they enjoy and that's what most that's so you have to see hopefully you're seeing a pattern here what does the physical desire represent to you if you have to break it down that's what you want to ask yourself whatever your physical desire is um new couch new tv whatever money whatever what does that represent to you on a it, on a grand scheme of things money always represents they think they think that that will they can buy more time or freedom because they won't have to spend as much time at work um they have more freedom not to be working or or chasing the dollar all the time there's just more time more freedom more more time to go on a trip more freedom to be able to you know not work on the weekends and that if someone can tell you you know I'll take care of all your financial um responsibilities forever you just go spend your time and days however you wish that's what people want they they want that time and freedom and that feels really good to their soul and so that would be another soul's desire so hopefully you're getting the gist of this and one of the other things that is really popular because i'm trying to give you some of the major ones that people uh physical desires that they wish for um, that really hang up people. One of the last physical desires um, is a relationship, a love or a relationship. This is really common too. They wish, oh, I, I, you know, I want a boyfriend or a girlfriend, wife or a husband in my life. Almost always, when I see that people are wishing for the this physical desire relationship, what's happening is they're feeling very unfulfilled 
on a soul level like they don't have a purpose. Now, that may not make sense to you, but it makes very much sense to me because I do this with readings all the time. People search to other people love and relationships to fill a void within themselves almost always because when they're not looking to search to fill that void is always when the perfect relationship comes in. And so how I can explain that a little bit more is um, people get distracted by other people, what they feel like is love and that initial part of the relationship, and so they feel like it fills their heart and does all these really cool things inside themselves. Well, another person cannot do that to you. It actually comes up within yourself. And the reason I know that is because let's just say that some guy or woman in your life loved you and loved you and loved you and you didn't feel the same way back. If they could do that to you from the outside and just love you enough to give you that feeling on the inside, it wouldn't matter if you didn't love them back. You'd feel it no matter what. But you don't unless you respond. Your response is, oh, you know, it comes up inside you. But that's a temporary fix. A relationship will not keep that soul's desire, that, that, that fulfillment and that purpose in your soul. It won't keep that going. So what happens is if a relationship comes into your life, after the newness wears down, you have that void again. And so that void goes down, and instead of starting to look for uh, um, fulfillment outside of your uh, another person, and instead of starting to trying to seek it through something that you could achieve or do in your own life, they go, "Well, you're not doing the dishes, and you know you didn't park the car right, and nobody helps me around the house." And then they start, you know, backhanding the other person, so to speak. As you're not fulfilling me anymore. You're not doing what you were supposed to do. At the beginning you did, now you don't, and it's just a whole ball of stuff you don't want to get into. So uh, physical desires versus soul desires, this is one of the biggest, biggest mistakes that people make is you want to go, if you're going to manifest and visualize, visualize the things that your soul really needs, more freedom, more time, more excitement, larger space, things that, that feed your soul, not, not, don't put a label on it. A label is a material desire. The next thing that happens is um, fear. The, the process of uh, manifesting your desires, it, there's a process of you really have to let go of your fear. If you truly understood how the universal laws work, which hopefully I'll be helping you with soon, and how the world operates around you. This shouldn't be too incredibly hard to do is let go of your fears. Uh, like one of the fears I mentioned before is the control issue. Having, um, feeling like if, if you just let the ball be in the universe's court for them to fill whatever desire that you're wishing for, time, freedom, etc., that you're going to be disappointed. And that's so not the truth. They're probably going to one-up you every time. Another fear that people have, um, you have to let go of all your fears, not just the fear of what's going to happen if you mani- don't manifest, but fear and worry cause your vibration to be lower. And in order to manifest, your vibration has to be at its highest level or a very high level. When, Let's say you vibrate from a scale of 1 to 8. When you bring fear and worry into your life, you're vibrating around a 1 or a 2. You are vibrating so low. And that makes it very hard, your human magnet is is very low. Your attraction level is very low. Your manifestation power is very low. So you have to release and let go of fear in your life and trust. You need to trust more the world around you that things are going to work out. You really do. You have to learn to trust more. 
And so in order to do that is letting go of fears and just seeing what happens. Uh, one of people's biggest fears is death and death and dying, which is really interesting because, the, I mean, everybody's going to die. We we all know that that's an end fact. I mean, there's nothing you can do around that. It, we're not, we won't be able to stay here forever. Um, it, you know, but if you understand how universal energy and universal laws and spiritual stuff work, um, there, you know, there is no death or dying. There's leaving your physical body behind. You're still in energetic form with your mind and everything intact of who you are, with your identity, all of that. But since it's inevitable, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time worrying about it. It's, at some point, you know, you can. What if you wasted your time for 80 years worrying about death and dying? Like 80 years going by and you worried about it the whole time, and you live till 80, and then it happened anyways. It just is a waste of time. Not having enough. Um, again, this is one of the universal laws. People worry because they've trained. Um, this is another part that's in my book. Actually, again, I call it brainwashed. People have been brainwashed since they've been at a young age of, oh, there's never enough, and you know, there's only so much to go around. You must get it when you can, and don't, you know, don't give away anything. They just, there's not enough. There's only so much resources in the world. Well, it's ridiculous. That's um, on some mind level, I guess that that's works for some people. But there's always enough. It's actually there's actually a universal law called the law of abundance, and it can never not be so. I mean, the, it, when you understand how the universal energies work, things constantly create and recreate themselves and and remanifest over and over again for anybody's desires. So. It, it, and this is where your belief system might be getting hung up here as you're going, yeah, right, Jen, okay, whatever. Um, the, you have to believe a different way. You need to be able to learn to shift your perspective, but never having it, not having enough, you need to let that go because there's always enough if you let it go. There's always enough. This is where people get brainwashed into kind of like a poverty mindset. Failing health, that's a third fear that you really need to let go. Um your spiritual health will actually dictate your physical health. Um, there's always a place for time and time for Western medicine, of course, but if, if you uh, do your best to maintain your spiritual health and be happy, which is basically the main thing that dictates your spiritual health, and, and move towards abundance and positivity and all these things, it will affect your physical health in a, in a different way. Um, that's a whole other book, so I'm not going to spend much time on that. Okay, so we have block number five is unhappiness and negativity. If you are unhappy in your life, you really need to try to figure that out first before you start trying to manifest your desires because, again, it brings your vibration down. Unhappiness and negativity bring it down immensely. If um, you don't know how to do that, I actually I, I did write a couple of books on it. One was The Pursuit of Happiness, 21 Spiritual Rules to Success, and that's really helpful if you don't know where to start um, if you're just truly unhappy. And and you really need to be able to shift and fix that first. Anybody can be happy. There's people in third world countries that don't even have running water that are happier than some people I've known, you know, down the road. So that's a mental thing that you really, and, you know, if you need medication, whatever, you know, that's one whole other different thing. The other thing is uh, negativity. People around you or your perspective being very negative. And um, I, I also have written the Energy Vampires, how to uh, um, deal with negative people around you. So that's also a good book. But 
if you're unhappy or you have a negative mindset or people around you are negative, this is going to make it very, very hard to manifest anything into your life. So the last block is, block number six is giving up too soon. Um, Like, when you are properly taught how to manifest your desires, when you are given all the information, so you understand how the universe works um, and all of that, throughout that whole entire process, if you're doing it correctly, you are on a journey or a process of retraining your brain. I cannot get that through you enough. Your brain, your subconscious has been trained to think the world works a one way and one way only for probably most of your life. And now when it comes to manifestation manifestation and universal energy, you're starting to learn that that's not, you've been really taught something very incorrect. The world doesn't operate in the way that you've been taught. Um, do people teach you that to just hurry up? No. Um, but they did teach you that because that's the way that they thought the world worked. So what happens is you have to retrain your brain. That's a process. This does not happen overnight. It will not happen one or two you know, days into it or even weeks into it. You need to commit to probably a period of at least six months to really work at shifting your perspective and retraining your brain and understanding and relearning how everything works in the, as far as universal laws and energy goes. And don't stop too soon. Um, if, if you just try to, if you want to try to do it for a couple of days or even weeks and then say it's not working, if that's your plan, if you don't see results right away, you might as well not even start because um, too many things hinge on, you know, the knowledge that you're gaining, the practicing what you learned, the challenging your beliefs and being consistent and being patient. And so I would like to go into this in more detail. I, I have more to tell you, but I'm actually at the end of my time. And so I'm just going to run down these very quickly. Maybe I'll do a blog post on this so that you can, you know, have them in your um, you know, to read in front of you again. Um, but also look for that book uh, that I will have coming out because it's going to have so much information in there that you've never heard of. I'm I'm really honest here. And, and it'll have tips on putting it into your everyday life. So block number one, you don't have enough information. Block number two, your belief system. Block number three, materializing your desires. Block number four, fear. Block number five, unhappiness and negativity. And block number six, giving up too soon. So hopefully that was helpful for you. Um, I, like I said, it will be coming out soon. I'm going to be trying to do more stuff on this, more teaching on it. But the book is, I'm putting almost everything I know into that, things that have happened along my journey and, and how my life's changed. And so it's all in there, so look for that. If you want to check out my website, uh, you can go to hawaiihealings.com or inspirationalexaminer.com. Make sure that you go to one of those and get on my email if you're not because I will be emailing out everybody when my new book comes out. Um, email me if you have any questions. And until next time, thank you for joining. All right. Aloha. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.